This is the KFC Summer Session. We've got a new opener. It's just as uh, about 30 <laughs> seconds of silence because basically, I don't know, um, Mark Bosnich, Adam Gilchrist, hello golden. and welcome to you uh, for the summer oh. afternoons. The idea being, uh, and it's just a, we had whiteboarded it, the idea that what makes people sit up and take notice? Silence. Yeah. Most people <laughs> who are driving in their car would have gone, hey, something really interesting is going to happen now. But we should have blamed it on them because yeah. they wouldn't have thought, if we didn't say anything, they would have thought, oh, something must be wrong with my radio. Exactly. This is the, the dial, Your silence was... The dial. What about this one, guys? Your silence was deafening. Correct. This is the KFC Summer Session, some, Summer Afternoons on Triple M. Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich. I'm Tony Squires. I uh, hope your weekend was terrific. We're here for the rest of the week once more. Great show today, including... I'm very excited talking to uh, Joel Parkinson, who, of course, is Australia's latest world champion. He's the world surfing champion. And we welcome back... Uh, Gilly after Matty Hayden did such a terrific job on Friday, Boz. Oh, uh, we, we discussed rubbish. it, how well he went. <laughs> was a bit of a I know what he would have done. He would have given you some crappy recipe that he's got from one of his useless cookbooks. <laughs> he did it. I've got no doubt his, about that. He gave us the his full Christmas menu, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't be fooled by that. The best thing I like is thank him for filling in for me for a day, but he will be so upset not getting the chance to speak to the world surfing champion. Hados loves his surfing, does he so love I can't surfing, wait for he? that. He would have been a very lar- large man on a board, Hados. Yeah, well. useless at that too, <laughs> just like he's cooking. Exactly. Oh. It's a huge show, but of course the huge story, and, and next, it is that story that has shocked the, the world. We will cross to Newton, Connecticut yeah. to talk to Nine News reporter Robert Penfold. He'll join us. He was there to hear US President Barack Obama say this. We gather here in memory of 20 beautiful children and six remarkable adults. They lost their lives in a school that could have been any school, in a quiet town full of good and decent people that could be any town in America. These tragedies must end, and to end them, we must change. Surely we can do better than this. We'll get to that next. That's next on the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session on Triple M with Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich and Tony Squires. Well, the entire world is in shock over the mass shootings in Newton, Connecticut. We're about to cross to Robert Penfold, the Channel 9's US correspondent who is there. Uh, Of course, in the town earlier today, the President, Barack Obama, had this to say. We gather here in memory of 20 beautiful children and six remarkable adults. They lost their lives in a school that could have been any school, in a quiet town full of good and decent people that could be any town in America. These tragedies must end, and to end them, we must change. Surely we can do better than this. That is U.S. President Barack Obama. We are now joined by Channel 9's U.S. correspondent Robert Penfold. Good day, Robert. Hey, boys. Right, it must be, for, to be in that town now, the sense of grief, anger, I guess, and disbelief must be absolutely thick in the air. It is, and, and you know, you walk around the streets there and uh, more and more people are actually pouring in, not just from the town but outside as well and interstate. I saw one come back, guy come in with a pickup truck today and he had uh, 26 crosses that he'd made himself. He'd driven... 220 kilometres that he'd made them in his shed and brought these crosses to town and people are bringing teddy bears and books and flowers, putting up pictures of the little children all over the place. Every corner you walk around there's a, a little memorial that has sprung up. 
Yeah, Robert, we, we hear terms like extraordinary and tragic and, and tragedy when associated with these sort of occurrences. I think of those words and you think uh, extraordinary. It doesn't happen all that often. Unfortunately, it's happening far too often in the United States. Do you, and you've been there many years, do you sense an appetite for change across the, the general public there or, or what, what's the sentiment it's so close to it, yet another event? You know, I've, I've covered so many of these school shootings over mm. the years, and yeah. every time it happens, we seem to get this conversation going that they're yeah. going to do something about it, and people promise, and things have got to change, and all of that. And here I am, six months later, at another school shooting, and mm. more kids are killed. And you just wonder if anything will be done. And certainly, up until certainly before this one, I would have said, "Look, nothing's going to happen again. It's going to be a big talk fest one more time." But tonight. You know, we had a significant change. The president came to town, and as you heard there, he really made some serious promises. These are yeah. these are real commitments from a president who, you know, and when presidents don't come out and say these things, if they can't get them done. Now, he has committed now. He says, since I've been president, this is the fourth time that I've had to hug survivors, console the victims of mass shootings. We can't tolerate this anymore. To end this, we must change. And... That was an indication to everybody that he is going to go back to Washington and in the last four years now of his presidency, he is going to really push through this bill, if he can, to try somehow to get at least some of these weapons and off the streets and out of there. You know, there are just so many weapons here. There's something like 200 million plus guns in homes in America. So how do you deal with that? You probably don't, but at least... At this stage, we have a president now who has committed publicly to actually doing something about it, so at least it's a one step forward. Yeah, that encouraging. And, and this early on the back of those comments, has the NRA uh, made any statement? No, they've actually almost closed down their Facebook and their tweet, uh, Twitter accounts that we have heard nothing from any of those. It's Sunday morning here, mm. this morning when I was watching the Sunday morning uh, political shows and uh, it was interesting the NBC and CBS said we approached over 60 pro um, uh, senators pro gun senators these people who more or less will represent country areas saying yeah. asking them to come on and there was not one reply from any of them that would come out and speak we haven't heard anything from the pro gun lobby at all and this is the way they play it they'll keep very quiet this time because this is a no-win situation for them Robert, I wonder if you could explain to our listeners, um, because a lot of people have been asking me the same question today and they try to explain to them. It's not as easy as the president saying he wants to change it and he can change it. It has to go through the House and the Senate, doesn't it? And in both those uh, occasions, the, the Speaker of the House is Democrat, but he's actually, a, um, I think, from Nebraska. I think he's actually a pro-gun pro -gun person. And the leader of the, of the Senate is a Republican. They have to get it through those both houses for it to become law, don't they? That's right. The president can make all the pro all the promises you like that he'll try to do it, but it's a little bit like this so-called fiscal cliff that uh, the United States is travelling towards as far as the economy is concerned. He needs to get the congressmen on board and the senators, and as you say, uh, a lot of the, the Republicans hold control of the lower house at the moment, and um, they will not go and take on the gun lobby, the NRA or whatever, because if they do, they know that they're going to be tossed out at the very next election. Um, it's I was getting onto the plane coming here and 
walking on behind three guys who are in their 20s and 30s, probably like mid, early 30s, mid 30s, and um, I, I could see them pointing at the television and uh, there was a, a commentator saying, something has to be done about this, we have to get guns off the streets, and I pointed at the television saying, and these guys probably were fathers of young children saying, what a ridiculous thing, you know, it's not about the guns, it's about the people who have the guns and all of that, and these are perfectly normal, straight, up and down guys that you could have a conversation with and have a beer with, but when it comes to guns, there's certain, certainly something that's running through America, that it's a right to have this gun, and, and people turn rather strange when you try to think that, and you try to tell them that in Australia, well, we took away all the semi-automatics, and that was it on a, in a couple of weeks. Well, they said, oh, no, you'd never get away with that here, and nor should you, because it's our right to have guns. And strangely yeah. enough, the Americans have this strange feeling that the gun thing is so important to them, it's very hard for an Aussie to understand. Robert, and just finally and quickly, and that debate will be ongoing. We know what about the here and now? What are the people of this town and doing to the community of Sandy Hook Elementary School, those kids who have been affected? the ones who aren't killed, the ones who are living through what happened, how are they rallying around those families? Well, they're rallying around the families by going out and doing what they can and visiting those friends that they can, but really the tragedy, the more the tragedy, of course, is going to come over the next few days because tomorrow we start seeing the funerals. There is at least one funeral happening tomorrow for a six-year-old, and from then on it's a week full of funerals, and it's just the morning is going to go on here. Um, yes, the President's been here. He's spoken some great words, and he's tried to lift their spirits a little, but that was tonight. Tomorrow the funerals start, so this tragedy, this horror that's going through this little town of Newtown at the moment just continues to go on and really it's spreading far and right, right through America. Everyone in America is feeling bad about it and we'll be seeing this now, these terrible situations and these funerals going on now for the next week so, you know, there's no good news to be reported out of here for the time being. No, it's a tough job for you as well, Robert. And we thank you for being part of the the show. Thanks so much. Channel uh, Channel 9's US correspondent Robert Penfold there on the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session for the new Zing and Double at KFC. Double the good times. Uh, Adam Gilchrist, we should talk some cricket. Uh, There's a few things I want to get to you. I'm very interested to see what you've got to say about a couple of issues. Uh, First of all, obviously, Australia in... I've said 393. I thought it was pretty good. They they decided they were obviously going to go hard, get quick runs, and then basically lost a lot of wickets. And, uh, you know, that Michael Clark had a little bit of hammy, retired, uh, hurt... What's going on with injuries in the Australian cricket side at the moment? If you bowl, if you're a bowler, basically, and you're just a net bowler or you're playing fifth, fifth grade, don't go chance. out of reach of the phone because <laughs> you are a chance of getting a call-up. What's happening? Oh, look, I don't know. There's all sorts of different theories about the bowlers that, that they don't bowl enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the more recent time, it's, it's saying they bowl too much, workloads too much, too much cricket. But the old school will say they don't bowl enough in the nets and get their body hardened up to the the rigors that are required but but moving back to the uh, Michael Clark's injury mm. uh, I have no idea on how serious that is I, I'm hoping it's precautionary a slight twinge in a good situation retire hurt don't aggravate it any but yeah, he went let's back say out, he's out not available it. for the boxing day test mm. who's going to captain ah that to bring Ricky Shane Watson's back. vice captain he's got a lot on his plate as it is we already know that we've seen him slide down to number four in the order uh, as part of that extra responsibility of being the bowling sort of or the batting all-rounder if you like and he's not playing as well as what he would like from previous years um is there anyone else in that lineup that would take on the race 
Wow, I, I, it's almost Nathan Lyon is next year in line. Yeah, it's, that's where I thought Shane Warne might come into the equation again. Ah, now you're talking. Warney's back a little bit early. That <laughs> <laughs> would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, speaking of uh, you know that kind of entertainment factor, though, Gilly, I, I don't know if you you saw today while David Warner was batting and starting to you know increase the tempo, he decided to do the old switch hit. Now he's done it before yeah. in mm. either one day or T Twenty. You're not sure which from remember hit the beautiful six today. He uh, switched hit. Oh, He's a left-hand batsman. As the bowler's coming in, he turns around, faces right hand, changes his hands around, and hit a four-off Herat. Now, at the time, Mark Taylor and Ian Chappell were in the commentary box, and it was a bit of... Oh. And go, what, what, yeah. what? Apparently, it's not cricket. It's not test cricket to do that because it's an unfair advantage for the batsman. What do you think? Rubbish. Yeah, the only thing they're going to do <laughs> is change, change, change the LBW law. Once you switch hit, once you face up left-handed and decide to do what Dave Warner does and, and jump around and become a right-hander, mm. I reckon it's open game open for LBW. If yeah. that ball hits you in line and he's going to hit the stumps, regardless of where it pitches, yep. it's, it, you're, you're at the peril of the umpire. Other than that, like, I, I hear this argument that, well, a bowler can't bowl four deliveries right-handed and then suddenly jump out from the, behind the umpire and bowl it left-handed. Mm. Show me a bowler that can do that, and if he can do it well enough at test level, let him do it. Yeah, exactly right. These guys are skilled enough to do this on the main stage, I reckon it's brilliant entertainment. Yeah, I do. Just so, so much so that the entertainment, I, I don't understand. I think that's been the highlight yeah. of this test. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, Bozza, that's the problem, uh, and that kind of thing is, gets people to come. You, yeah, you look around that crowd at Hobart, when I say crowd, there's eight people who are, who were there today. <laughs> is it that because No, there were 16. There was those eight playing cricket outside. That was a good game as well, that one out in the car park. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Nobody turning up. Is it too expensive, or is it there is reluctance to have people like Dave Warner do that sort of stuff, Gilly? Oh, look, I don't know what the pricing is down there. To Hobart, I guess, traditionally has, um, a mecca hasn't has filled up the stadium uh, regularly with Test cricket, no matter who's played down there. And let's face it, they haven't, I guess maybe it's for that reason, they haven't had the, you know, an Ashes Test match or a South African team down there. They, uh, in they had defense, a Pakistan Test match, the, buddy, that time you won us the game. That was pretty entertaining. That they was did. brilliant. I think, there was, I think there was four people in the ground that day, <laughs> not eight. So, or well, watching that but, one. Uh, no, there's a world-class facility down there. That's the problem. Well, that's the shame of it. It is a top-class setup down there. Uh, the pitch seems to be playing pretty well, but the, the outfield, the stadium, is it, it's brilliant. But, uh, yeah, they've got a bit of a challenge there now. Can you, don't you think like, the time factor as well? I mean, not only for test cricket, and this is not, not I'm just saying about from the spectator's point of view just to make it accessible. Um, One-day cricket as well. The time for to have people in this day and age, you know, can really, if it's not holidays, spare a whole day. Well, the thing to go is, down yeah. to the game. That's that is important. If you got to, if yep. you're working, it's coming up to Christmas. You know, you want to make sure you get good presents for everyone. Can you really afford to go to your boss and say, you know, I'm taking a day off to go watch Sri Lanka? He's going to go, what? Back up, Sparky. You want to get good presents for everyone. You told us last week your presents to even your nearest and dearest was yeah. cash. Yeah, exactly. Well, you I spend w- no time shopping. No, but you have no love for anybody but yourself. The best, yes, but I'm in the minority. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about your average Joe, not the you know. Not uh, fair <laughs> enough. Well, There's the nothing Bozzer, average about you, boss. What you are saying, Bozzer, exactly what our our poll is for today. You've got to head to triplem.com.au and tell us what do you prefer to watch. I mean, Gilly last week already wrote off one day cricket, so we, we're just putting giving you the two other options. What do you prefer to watch, Test cricket or T20 cricket? It's all for Hyundai. Brilliant cars, brilliant values, special offers on now. Get on board. Be part of the show. This is the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M.
Yes, and we were talking about David Warner and his switch hit, which got a bit of tutting from Mark Taylor and Dean Chappell in the commentary box, because I'm not sure whether it was test cricket or not. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Gilly, you obviously love it, because you're an entertainer. That's what you are, first and foremost, my friend. Uh, James, apparently, has first-hand experience with some uh, problem with the switch hit. G'day, James. How you doing? Yeah, good. What's happening? Well, Gilly, um, yes, I right. love the switch hit. It's beautiful. It's great entertainment. Yeah. But how do I stop my under 12s from switch hitting and doing landslide <laughs> switch hits and all sorts of weird stuff? <laughs> oh, James, I feel your pain, mate. I've coached my son's under-11 team, and believe me, as a coach, I make a very good co-host of radio. But uh, <laughs> I, the same thing's coming up every weekend. Just as they get them playing a cover drive, they try that out. But uh, that's where the skill of the coach comes in, James. It's up to you to nurture their talent, encourage them to get the foundation right, and uh, and go from there. And that's the, the interesting fact. Dave Warner batted for a year as a right-hander. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. obviously he's good enough to do it, but uh, it's not like he's walked out and tried this for the very first time in international cricket. So encourage them to get the foundation down first, mate. James, are, are any of them successful when they try it? Uh, it's surprising, actually. I think it actually brings some kids to the game as well because yeah, they yeah. see a little bit of flair and young kids like the flair, so yeah. you can't squash it Absolutely. on them. You've got to let them just go in under Exactly, the James. Yeah, James, if, if, if Gilly's um, uh, sort of antidote doesn't work, I've got one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's quite simple. If you don't want to listen to me, you can run. Put all the bats and balls down. We can run around the oval. <laughs> Trust me, they'll turn around and go, right, okay, yes, sir, yes, sir. Cover drive's looking good. Oh, cover drive, <laughs> no problem. James, good luck with it. I hope the team goes well. This is the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session for the new Zing and Double at KFC. Double the good times. Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich, I'm Tony Squires. And look, this is a story of a bloke who's just trying his best just trying to help out around the house and it all went terribly wrong for him. Uh, his name is Thomas Pakowski. He's Polish. Tomasz. Yeah. Tomasz. Is that the correct pronunciation? I don't know. I just had a guess. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded pretty good. Yeah, so, look, Thomas, uh, his bad day started when he decided he would do the ironing, which, look, I think is a really good thing to do. It and is. of all the household chores, it's the, the one I'm... No, I, I'm pretty good at it. Well, I'll come like, around I'll, and do mine too. Yeah, I don't mind yes. doing it. Oh, I will. I'm Please. quite good at ironing. Ten bucks an hour. Uh, Thomas, on the other hand, not so great. He was, the story says, he admits, he was having a couple of drinks at the time, mm. and you shouldn't probably mix iron. <laughs> And drinking. Did he say a couple or a couple hundred? <laughs> Very <laughs> reckless. Um, the thing that he did, though, um, he was also, in terms of multitasking, he was ironing and talking on the telephone. Can you see where I'm going with this? Oh, so oh. The, the phone rings, Thomas is ironing, he picks up the iron and <laughs> puts it to his ear. Oh, gosh. <laughs> And he won't be doing that again, buddy. No, sensational. So he burns his, burns his ear, the iron goes to his face, and he's got the ironing injury, which is terrific. And we're talking about him now, so I guess his ears are burning. What? Yeah. Boom. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just wondering, the idea of multitasking or just helping around the house. Hmm. Thomas, he tried. He's rubbish at it. Uh, but does that mean he should give up? You should keep going. Just do it better next time. Correct, correct. Now, I want you to hold that thought because I'm very interested to see how you... uh, I met met your beautiful other half today. Yeah. I didn't get the chance to ask her. Uh, Gilly, what are you like around the house? Are you good at multitasking? Do you... Are you helpful with the ironing, the washing? I'm a bit better than Thomas, (laughs) I'd like to think. But Mm -hmm. what what I want to know is how anyone found out about that. Did he go out and tell the press about this? Yeah, that's true. You keep that a reasonably decent secret, don't you? (laughs) Maybe the scream when he actually put the iron to his ear. 
he alerted the whole building. Yes, yes. somebody in the medical fraternity has let yeah. that out, I'd imagine. <laughs> when he come to work the next day, a picture of an eye on the side of his face. That's right. Kind of let it out the bag. Maybe what happened, Tomash? Vincent Van Gogh might have been doing the ironing oh. after all that. What, so, now I understand. Bozza. What you tried to say to me. <laughs> please don't sing Bozza. on this show. Please, please don't How good am I? Hang on, sorry. time for songs on this show. Sorry yeah. Did you? Yeah. How, how are you in the... Um, oh, I'm very good. I department. always talk about levels. Mm. I'm fantastic at washing. Really? Yeah, really good. Good at vacuuming. Really? Yeah. Good at cleaning the toilets. <laughs> not so good at ironing. Don't no. like the ironing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Not so good at washing up immediately. I like to, you know, cook my oh, meal let, and all that. And let that, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've got this theory, every now and then you should live a little bit like an animal just to make you appreciate what it is to live clean. <laughs> Does the rest of your family share this exciting No, they idea? don't. No, I don't think the rest of the world do, but <laughs> I'm trying to convince them. It's the rest of the how family. Lo- how long for the animal? How long? Oh, half an hour. Half, half an hour. Oh, you know, like, you know like, I say, look, look, see, this is how it would be if it was messy. <laughs> all right. It's the Thomas factor. Here we go. Uh, we, I want to hear from other halves, actually. Oh. Uh, women, women of Australia, I want you to call one triple three five three. Is your bloke worse than Thomas in terms of putting the iron to the head? Can they multitask? Are they hopeless around the house? Fess up. Tell the stories. One triple three five three on the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session for the new Zing and Double at KFC Double the Good Times. Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnitz, I'm Tony Squires, Zing. and we're talking for Thomas. Uh, the man who put the, well, he mistook the iron for the telephone and uh, ironed his ear. Quite hot it was, too. And uh, what just made us wonder, uh, how bad are we men? And we wanted the women of Australia to just give us a call and say, is your man worse than Thomas? Liz, good day. How are you doing? Not too bad. What's the husband's story, Liz? Well, it's not my husband, actually. It's mm. me. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> I'm the one that gets told off around the house, actually. Really? Why, Liz? <laughs> yes. I'm a chef by trade. I don't I, look. I don't iron. Oh, no. I don't iron. There is no. I, I don't own an iron. Okay. I think it is a useless utensil. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> what, what do you go out just wearing crumpled clothing? What happens? <laughs> no, you buy clothes that don't need ironing for starters, or you just put them straight on the hanger. Uh, and put them in the shower. In the shower and turn yeah, it on. Yeah, yeah, put the shower on hot and turn them on. That's it. Liz exactly has been jelly. on tour all her life. <laughs> so your your husband doesn't like the way you uh, don't do any of this stuff domestically? I, I, we, we never have arguments or anything, but it's like, for Christ's sake, woman, would you just do the dishes? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a solid argument for me. <laughs> yeah, pretty no, good on that. Wreck the scales about a six in my house. Uh, all right. Thanks, Liz. There you go. What, there about, you go. what about Chris? Good day. Yeah, how you going, guys? Yeah, yeah, good. Yes, Chris. Uh, I'm really upset with Thomas. He's let the whole team down, guys. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, he's just a... Oh, man, I do, I do the washing. Uh-huh. I do the um, I dishes. I cook maybe oh, five out of seven nights. What? I'm a nurse oh. in a jail. I do shift work. I've got three kids. They're all in primary school. Chris, you are amazing. Wow. That is fire of the year material. That is. It, it, and is you, oh, you, it's you, not fire of the year material. It's um, she can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, if you can't take the compliment, really I understand, but I'm just, you understand. I've yeah. got to eat. The kids have got to eat. Take, uh, take the compliment, Chris. It is fantastic. Trust second. me, it is fantastic. Chris, what what's, you what's the missus doing? Does she, you know, she just sits there waiting and for, you, for the food to arrive on the table? Oh, no, no, no. She tries to cook. Uh-oh. <laughs> and? Um, it doesn't... Doesn't quite work. 
Yeah, fish and chips is good for them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, there you go. You're, for every oh. Thomas, there is a Chris, which is good. Thank you so much, Chris. This is the KFC Summer Session. Off for the newsing and double from KFC. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yes, great pleasure to be spending some summer afternoons with you on Triple M. Uh, Gilly. Uh, yeah, it just got me thinking that last caller we had, Chris, the housekeeper, who's yeah. uh, doing everything, the washing, the ironing, the cooking, mm-hmm. the cooking, the mail in the kitchen. I mentioned at the top about Haydos, no doubt, telling you about some sort of recipe, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. when well, he was yeah. several. Yeah. Last several yeah. Yeah. Reminded me of a time when we batted together at the SCG. Around the time he was releasing these cookbooks mm. uh, without great success, and <laughs> he was standing out on the boundary after a pretty poor batting display, and a bloke's hopped into him and said, Hey, Hayden! Your batting was awful today. And by the way, your lasagna recipe is crap. <laughs> Sledging to a new level for the boys in the cricket. <laughs> Green and gold. Brilliant. I love it. Because he was part on Friday. He had to answer a question on your behalf and through to the keeper, Gilly. And the question actually turned out to be about Andrew Simons. I'm not sure how that worked. But it is time right now to play through to the keeper. Now, if you haven't played it before, it's very simple. I have two of the world's best keepers with me in Adam Gilchrist and Mark Bosnich. Boz. It is your turn today. Ah, yes. Any question, nothing is off limits. You can put any yep. question to Mark Bosnich. And the Bozzo doesn't pass. You have the right to he pass. I'm just, I have to tell you, just for legal reasons, I have to tell you, Bozzo, that you do have the right to pass. No. But, but just once. Forget legal. <laughs> Let's call it illegal. <laughs> No, uh, the no Bozo passing. doesn't pass. Okay, all right. Now, look, if you're wondering what sort of questions, because as I said, as I said nothing <laughs> is, is off limits. There was a story today, uh, many of you will have seen, there was an appeal that was successful for the woman who uh, is awarded compensation for being uh, injured while having sex in a place. It was deemed as the workplace. It was <laughs> like on, a weekend away. I just say, I'm not going to pass. Yeah, <laughs> I can see what's going to come. You have a no-pass policy. I understand you have a no-pass policy. This area with oh. your boss. She, she was injured while having sex uh, at what's deemed as a workplace. Uh, she won the appeal. Uh, fair enough to all above board and tickety-boo. My question for you... I'm not going to get into what her injury was, by oh. the way. My question for you, Mark Bosnich, if I were the one asking through to the keeper, and that's not my job, that's the listener, if I, I would say, Mark Bosnich, yep. have you ever been injured while having sex? Oh, got away lightly there. No, of course not. What did you think I was going to ask? I don't know. But, you know, warm-up, stretching and all that little bit beforehand. <laughs> Ten <laughs> minutes on the, the preparation. <laughs> Get the, yeah, get the, get the heart rate above 100, bit of stretching. Beautiful. Dynamic stretching. One Lead triple, to static stretching to afterwards. <laughs> One, prevent injury for the next day. <laughs> One triple three five three. Ask Bozza any question. We'll play through to the keeper next on the KFC Summer oh. Session on <laughs> Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session for the new Zing and Double at KFC. Double the Zing. good times. Thank you so much. All right, it is time to play through to the keeper. The question. Coming, yeah, I'm very excited about this, Gilly. What's my policy again? Your policy is a no, no pass. pass. No pass policy. Yeah. It's also in some cultures known as a very stupid policy, I think we could also call it. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a word that has been associated quite closely with myself <laughs> over the years. Yeah. But there's a fine line between bravery and stupidity, I must say this. Yeah. You can't hammer a man for being brave and courageous. No, no, no. no but but you can whole... for being stupid, and that fine line is one that I cross quite regularly. <laughs> Some time ago. Absolutely. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> All right. It's called Through that. to the Keeper. <laughs> ben, it is your chance to ask a question of the great man. What have you got for us? First of all, Bozzo, I love your work. I'll never forget the moment you scored that penalty against the Solomon Islands. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Wow. Wow. Wasn't I one of my proudest moments. Poor guy already conceded 12 goals. <laughs> 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 
hard-fought World Cup qualification <laughs> hey, then, wouldn't it? Uh, it was about 14 people there. The pressure was immense. How, how angry does that make a goalkeeper when the other goalkeeper comes up and <laughs> well, takes a shot? Well, I've told, I've, I've, I've told that story last week. I did feel sorry for him walking up there. Yeah. And then he started, like, prancing about on his line, like, is it to say, which side are you going to put it? I thought, okay, we'll take this, mate. <laughs> Smashed. <laughs> Bang. Left-hand corner. Top corner. All right, but... Didn't that, celebrate that, mate. Right, Go on, no, Benny. Sorry, Benny. Benny. Right. What's your question? No, you're right. Bozo, I want to know, mate, how much money you got? Let us know. Oh. Wait, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. I said, I said anyone can ask any question they like pass. as long as yeah, I can no. answer it in any way I want and I'll have a no-pass policy. Wait a second. Benny, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, okay. Because I think, Ben, you deserve this. That is officially the rudest question in the world. You have asked the world's rudest question. I love it. But is, Benny. Do you, uh, do you mean what? now or on him right at this moment or yeah, full yeah, stop? Yeah, how yeah. much? I don't want an accounting yet, so I just want to know how much money have you got. Don't tell me how much money you got in your wallet. Tell me how much you're worth today, Bozza. <laughs> Benny. Can I, am I allowed to answer worth? the question? Is it, is it, yeah. I can ask any question. Yeah. Ben, mm-hmm. I have enough to satisfy my taste. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh. Well, mm. Ben, can I just say this? I had to buy him coffee today. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, lies. What lies? <laughs> well, let me tell you the coffee story. I came here hungry. I said, go downstairs, somebody, please, and get me, what did I get? A coffee, <laughs> a smoothie, a brownie, and a muffin. Now, there were no muffins, so we got two brownies. And then I said, Squizy, would you like one? No. As soon as it comes up, he goes, is that my coffee? Yeah, well, Yeah, exactly. That old chestnut, buddy. Ben, congratulations. Go the hype. Ben, congratulations. You have asked the world's uh, <laughs> rudest question. No, that's okay. We said I, any question. That's yeah. good. You did well. We'll play through to the keeper again tomorrow. Gilly, it will be your turn. I tell you what, the door has been opened money, now. Oh, what's the Gilly one going to be again? Or what musical instrument do you play on your, <laughs> on your birthday? We'll talk to Joel Parkinson in the next hour on the KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session for the new Zing and Double. The legendary double is back at KFC. Good times.